Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. At Pat Unleashed on Twitter. By the way, uh, today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data from prying eyes at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Uh, we just became uh, the nation on earth with the most COVID-19 cases. Uh, passed that barrier yesterday. Just past China. China's stated about 81,000 for several weeks now so supposedly yeah i mean if you believe them i don't know that i do but uh that's what they they claim they claim they're around eighty-one thousand, and uh and we just surpassed that but i just read from somebody this morning that uh uh they think the peak is going to be in the second week of april which if that's true that's I, i think that's a pretty good sign we can get a handle on it and start going down the other side uh, by the second week in April. Eh, that's not terrible. Maybe we'll get this done by football season. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jeffy also joins us from his uh, bunker, I, I guess, the, wherever he is. The, the QCB. The, the what? The QCB, the coronavirus uh, quarantine bunker. Oh, okay. <laughs> The quarantine, the Q, quarantine Don't virus. Don't think about it. Don't sit here trying to. No. <laughs> CQB. Corona. CQB. Corona yes. quarantine. Quarantine bunker. Bunker. Then you yes. get the 30 minute. <laughs> uh, he was invited into the station today, but. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, by who? Out about it, who, who invited him? I did. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. I said, come in because the, the connection's not good. I was talking to my wife and Chris, <laughs> and they said, <laughs> they said that's not a good idea. What, well, you think we're all lathered up with uh, coronavirus here at the studio? Yeah, I mean, where, where are you going to pick it up? If you drive from your house to here, you're not getting it. None of us have it. Okay, but you're you're know. overlooking the fact that Maybe we don't want to catch whatever he's bringing in that is, here. That's the problem, really. All yeah, right. You're pro- probably, that is the biggest issue. But oh. that's not what they were considering. They were thinking we were the diseased uh-huh. ones. But, um, so that's why he's uh, still at his QVC or... I, I, no, I, oh. <laughs> it's the C-Q-B. Oh, I thought the they were going to sell us a toaster coming up here. Oh, well. QVC reference there. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, still, you know, I have, I'm, 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 you know, you're high risk traveling in the world. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, it is best that you don't leave your house probably because, you know, you, you are riddled with disease. You've had all <laughs> kinds of old guy problems and we just, we don't want that. We don't want anything to happen to you. Um, all right. 85,749 cases. That's the number I have. With 1,304 deaths now. So, uh, ah, that's a, it's not, it's not, when you compare it to other countries, for instance, in Europe, Italy, and Spain, and others that have a high number of cases, not this high, but a high number of cases, especially relative to their population, um, their, their mortality rate is also a lot higher. <laughs> so, at least we're keeping that down somewhat. In New York, New York State alone has 38,977 cases. 38,000 in New York. Uh, 
Next is New Jersey at 6,800. So New York has just exploded for some reason. They'll say testing, but I, I think it's more than that. I think it's just the way you live in New York, yeah, right on top, top of, of each other, each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, so and densely populated. 38,000 of the 85,000 are yeah, in New York. are in New York alone. As far as American cases. Right. Mm. That's something. Uh, and um, let's see, I was looking at the new cases, and I, I don't know if this is new just this morning. Uh, there's 37 in New York. There's none. I mean, there's 37 in California. None in New Jersey or New York yet, or Washington and so on. I mean, uh, 74 new ones in Texas. It's starting to pick up a little bit here, too. We have 1,662 people who are infected. Um, total deaths in Texas, 23. And again, uh, that's mostly the elderly and mostly people with, uh, with other kinds of health conditions, especially diabetes, I understand. For some reason, that's, that's really bad when you get this. Um, but the other part of this, and, and we touched on this uh, yesterday, um, the other thing that is a real concern is... The amount of jobs being lost, I mean, 3.3 million jobs last week alone is just horrific. Uh, and I hope that's a peak. I, I, I hope things start to calm down after this, but I don't think it's going to. Because as you stretch on with more and more businesses being closed, more and more people are going to lose their jobs. Uh, so... The highest level of seasonal adjusted uh, initial claims in the history of the seasonally adjusted series. The previous high was 695,000 in October of 1982. Previous week's level was raised up uh, by 1,000 from 281,000 to 282,000. So things are not going well on the economic front. What did the stock market do yesterday? Did it wind up? Yeah, it was going a good up? day. Yeah. It was? Yeah. Uh, to go up a lot, or what was it, a thousand something? I don't was know. it really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up thirteen hundred fifty. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. All right. Let's and see. you want to see what the futures are? Let me see. Sure. Yeah, let's see where we're headed today. Here. Hang on. I think futures were down yesterday, weren't they? And, and then they went back up. I think they were down initially, and then they went up before the uh, market came online. Ooh. So are they down again? Yeah. Down five hundred. Ah, jeez, it's a roller coaster ride. But we'll see. The House is expected to pass the stimulus package this morning. Which we talked about. We talked about that uh, a little bit yesterday. But it's definitely worth some more scrutiny, Um, especially because the House is voting on it today. Our economy has taken a massive beating. I mean, it's it's been a bloodbath. So, um, what do Democrats do? With, by the way, Republicans just signing off on it. I mean, do you remember back in 2009, we all had a conniption fit, and rightly so, <laughs> when over an $800 billion stimulus bill, $800 billion, conservatives were calling it the porculous bill. Uh, now, they're trying to jam this package down our throats and down our great-great-grandchildren's throats. That's three times as much. Nobody cares. And everybody's on board. Nobody cares. Yeah, we're Just- one- we're one big, happy, drunken, sailor, spending spree family. Just print. 
disparate. I mean, the vote was 96 to nothing. <laughs> 90, <laughs> nobody said, oh, I have a little bit of an ob- objection uh, to that. Okay, c- could I just raise one little point? No, uh-uh, you can't. Not even, not even Rand Paul. <clears throat> well, Rand Paul wasn't there. Rand oh, Paul no. and Mike Lee didn't vote because they got, you know, their corona. Oh, that's right. Their corona uh, quarantined. That's right. They couldn't video in. So. And, you know, everybody's <laughs> saying, well, it's necessary. This is an emergency spending bill for this crisis. Um, yeah, that would be nice, except for a lot of it wasn't. They put things like the $12.5 million for the Bureau of Reclamation in it. $25 million went to the Kennedy Center. $25 million. Um, $25 billion for ravaged uh, transit agencies that run empty all the time. I mean, even in the best of times, DART, yeah. the Dallas area rapid transit, has nobody on it. Um, and Congress is expected to do more stimulus later on. Oh, good. Airports are virtually empty, so what do they do? Uh, they demand uh, $26 million for overtime for TSA employees. They got nothing to do in the airports. Uh, they also slipped in $20 million to help the TSA buy new swabs for detecting ex- explosives. Mm-hmm. $31 million for biosurveillance of wildlife. Biosurveillance. <laughs> We're going to keep an eye on treacherous deer? Uh, uh, I hope so, because I, I think we're all very afraid of that. You know this bill that you're reading from, this CARES Act, mm-hmm. you, you know what, what the acronym is, right? It's the uh, Coronavirus Act Relief and Economic Security uh, Act, mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. CARES. CARES. They care, Pat. They care. They care. They do care. Mm-hmm. They care so much that they've uh, uh, done $100 million for NASA construction and environmental compliance. Wait, NASA? Uh-huh. Environmental compliance. $300 million for the National Endowment for Arts. Okay, $300 million. Uh, That's nothing. Tw- $20 million, uh, I think I mentioned, for the Bureau of Reclamation. $33 million for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Postal Service got $25 billion, plus $11 billion in debt forgiveness. $15 billion in new borrowing authority. Uh, major bailout of underfunded multi-employer pension plans that coal miners, teamsters, and other labor groups won. And uh, $10,000 per borrower reduction in student loan debt. Oh. It's the well, CARES Act, man. I'm sorry, what did that have to do with the coronavirus? I thought this was an emergency bill for the coronavirus. I mean, if you're against this, then you must want ter- your- I want people to die you from people- coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear. I, I've been saying that all along. We need yep. more people to die with this thing. Why are we even uh, taking any steps to prevent that? Let's just let it happen. Let it happen. I mean, for the global warming people, isn't that what they desire? Isn't that what they want anyway? They don't want to yep. save lives. These Democrats yep. don't want to save lives. They want to take lives. They Too take many people lives. on the planet. They, they want to kill babies every day. Yeah. Every single day. And they're in a conundrum because heat kills the virus. Right. See? And if the right. virus kills us, I mean, p- pick a side. That's why I'm rooting for Texas to get hot here. I'm, I'm just, I've, there's nothing I can do about it in any way, but I've just succumbed to it and I just bring it on. It bring on 90, the 90s. It hit 90 the other day. It hit 90, yeah. At my place. I don't yeah. know if it was yesterday, but the day before, maybe? Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
sadly, it's going to get down to 65 on Monday. We got a, one, one more little cold front. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Is it worth building a fire at that point? Not quite. Okay. Not for me, but, uh, well, you can turn on the air conditioning and build a fire. <laughs> He's done this. I've done it. That's how he celebrated Christmas in Houston. Yes, it is. Crank that AC up so you can have yes. a fire on. <laughs> I did that on Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, you got to be tricky here in, in Texas to you do. enjoy. Yes, sometimes you do. Uh, so anyway, the whole thing adds up to what? Two and a half trillion dollars. Two and a half, with, with a T. With a T. Two and a half trillion dollars. Who's adding? Stop yeah, I know, it. I know. And look again. I gotta say it again. It's not a quadrillion. It's you know, it's not. So that's point. what's a trillion here and a trillion there among friends. Uh, it's um, it's nothing. It's nothing when you're trying to solve a problem. And when you're this trying to live, yeah, just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that's the best part. Yes. They're saying this is not nearly enough. Yeah, Biden's already talking about the next go around. <laughs> you want to play that here or what? Yeah, let's, uh, oh, let's listen, play that. Listen here. for the Green we, New we're Deal. We're going to have an opportunity, I believe, in the next round here to use the mm. my uh, green economy, my my Green Deal, or uh, to be able to generate both economic growth and consistent with the kind of infusion of monies we need into the system to keep it going. One of the ways to make sure these jobs are available Uh that may get lost or hurt in the meantime is to provide the kind of jobs that are prevailing wages where people are making $45, $50 an hour plus benefits by building new infrastructure. We're going to need new infrastructure going down the road here. And it's a way to generate economic growth. That's going to be, I think, the next round we have to be looking at. Okay, okay. That's going to be the next round we have to be looking did you, at. Did you catch how many times he mentioned the coronavirus in that 46-second clip? I counted zero. Uh, none? Yeah, none. It was Green New Deal stuff. Wow, that's really pathetic. Mm. He is a buffoon. We need new roads. New roads. Jeez. Well, we got so crumbling bad. infrastructure. I don't know if you, I, I don't know how we get around every day because there are no bridges to cross anymore. They've all collapsed. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait! In the CARES Act, are they going to build a road between my house and your house? No, that's not part of this bill. Uh, we could we could ah. try to get them to do that because I know how important that is. To yeah, you. I should have called if, my senators. See if we can get that done. But mm. I don't know if it's appropriate in the you know disaster bill. Well, everything uh, else is in there. That's true. Mm. That's true. Uh, but uh, Joe, speaking of Joe, let's play the other thing, too, because he, he took another stab at the Declaration of Independence yesterday and didn't <laughs> quite get there oh, again. No. Well, let me play this first. It's just to remind you of what he did last week. Here's what he said. Uh, he was trying to recite the Declaration last week. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Mm-hmm. All men and women created by, by oh, you know the You know the thing. You know the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. And all men and women running around, dogs and cats sleeping together. You know the thing. Why don't you just tell me what it says? I mean, you know. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> and here he is uh, yesterday. And what we have done is the reason why most of the world has repaired to us, particularly after World War II, is because of who we are as a nation. Mm-hmm. We, the people. We hold these truths, etc. Sounds corny, <laughs> but it's real, and that's why. The, no, but that's why the vast no, but, majority no, of nations have followed why. us. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it really doesn't sound corny when you can't even recite it. Doesn't wait. Uh, that's the reason that all these other countries that follow us because of the powerful word etc. Yes, yes. They wow. They all aspire to etc. All of them. Uh, I mean, it sounds corny. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. If you can recite the uh, Declaration of Independence preamble to the Constitution, those are not corny things. Uh, those are some of the most well-written phrases in the history of the world. They're not corny. Uh, it sounds corny, but uh, in fact, I, I don't even know them. It's so corny. I, I didn't even learn them. Uh, so uh, you know the deal, though. You know the thing. That is fantastic. Is that unbelievable? Trying to be me? That guy might be the president of the United States. Yeah. Shut that your cannot mouth. be. Great. That, yeah, that cannot be. That, no, cannot be that can't happen. We can't have that. Uh, all right, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Simply Safe. With home security, uh, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation. Costs a small fortune. Been there. Or there's the other way. Simply Safe. Been there too. And I like that much better. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award winning protection, two time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. They blanket your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras, doorbells that alert you to anyone approaching your home, entry, motion, glass break sensors, a uh, guard in. They, they all guard your home inside. You barely notice they're there. And you can do this in 30 minutes to an hour, and you're all set. So the thing with uh, the other thing with Simply Safe is that with the other guys, I had gotten up to the monitoring fee of about 60 bucks a month. Uh, not so with uh, Simply Safe. Simply Safe, going to cost you about 50 cents a day with no contract. Uh, they're fa- fantastic. So you can cancel it anytime if you're not happy, but I think you really will be. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash unleashed today. You'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash unleashed. Simplysafe.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Just for a little more inspiration, um, let's play uh, Joe's tribute to America uh, from yesterday and his recitation of the Declaration of Independence. And what we have done is the reason why most of the world has repaired to us, mm-hmm. particularly after World War II, mm-hmm. is because of who we are as a nation. Yeah. We, the people, we hold these truths, etc. Sounds corny. <laughs> Now, is that more inspiring, or was last week's recitation? We hold these truths to be self-evident. Mm-hmm. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. By go, you know the thing. He knew more last week. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's forgotten yeah. half of it. <laughs> At least he knew up to self-evident. Then it's men and women, uh, dogs and cats running, living together. I I don't know what it we've the rest of it there, but you know the thing. You know the thing. I, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> oh, Joby and Joe. That's so great. Yeah, this is people are like, if you can't remember it, just use et cetera. <laughs> okay. It's so bad. He's at home taping this stuff. 
It's not that difficult. Well, I think that one was an interview. That might have yeah. been. That might have been an interview. Yeah, but NBC. but all you have to do is put it in front of you. If you know you're going to talk about the Declaration of Independence, have somebody hold a card in front of you off camera. <laughs> How hard is it? Seriously, if Maybe he's going to yeah, if he's going to be on lockdown in his bunker there, then behind the camera, just have this wall that's just a giant whiteboard with every possible reference to the founders or anything you're going to possibly say. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Something. There's a way around this Anything. Stuff. All of it. There's a way around all of it. And and he, they're not doing any of it, which I'm glad because he, he's going to lose. He's going to lose to, to Donald Trump. And I just keep telling myself that just to make myself feel better during this really <laughs> weird, bizarre time. Uh, is, uh, I do believe it's true, too. Okay, so Biden would lose to Trump. Bernie would lose to Trump. Are yeah. we still there? Okay. Yes. What about uh, that Cuomo cat they're talking about running? Quello? No, Cuomo. Oh, Cuomo. Yeah. I was like, I don't know the Quello cat. <laughs> I thought I said Cuomo. Uh, you might have. I don't know. Okay. I, I maybe misheard. Well, I mean, you know, you've got them. Uh, I'm going to keep playing. I mean, for Cuomo and, the, yeah. you know, uh, for Cuomo, I'm just going to keep playing this. We're not going to make America great again. Uh-huh. It was never that great. Ooh. Right. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you. That's America-loving uh, Andrew Cuomo right there. I, I think that sinks him. Okay. Well, that's their, That's who the Democrats are talking about running as a dark horse now. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we'll see how this plays out. We'll see. I thought that was fun, that story that came out about how New York State was bragging, Cuomo was bragging, or Quello was bragging that uh, they were making hand sanitizer at the prison, and you got that one prisoner coming out saying, no, we're just, we're just repackaging stuff. That's amazing. They're just yeah. pouring it from one bottle into another yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, wait a minute. I Is that even legal? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, amazing. It's a fun one. So, anyway. Yeah. I think the, the campaign's probably over, though, right? At least until at least until September. <clears throat> what, where, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? They The only thing they can do is maybe get together for a debate, and Biden doesn't want to do that. And I don't think he will do that because he's got no incentive for that. So, no way. Yeah. That only hurts him. I mean, he gets on another another stage side-by-side uh, side with Bernie and throws out two or three et ceteras. It's bad for him. It's over. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. So he, I mean, <clears throat> the as far as going and giving speeches to people, to crowds of people, that's not going to happen. So what are they? what are they going to do to campaign now? All they can do are these little venues that uh, yeah. that that Biden's doing. I haven't seen Sanders doing this yet, but th- they're going to have to do these recorded things or interviews, and that's about it because they can't go outside yep. their house and do anything. They can go to the grocery store. Maybe they can tape something there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe they, we, we we just watch them follow follow them around as they try to buy toilet paper oh at my the grocery goodness. store. Oh, that, that's, that's actually a, funny. That yeah. is a good idea. Yeah. That needs to be a, a Bernie Sanders like uh, yeah. viral video. Old man goes out in search of toilet paper. And blame it on Trump. Blame it on, exactly. Yep. And that's what they're doing. And that's exactly what they're doing. Shh, don't give them any more ideas. So. Uh, yeah. And President Trump, <clears throat> you know, no more rallies for him either. He, he loves those things. And right. that just fires him up. And the base. And he's really good at it. And I think... So the the substitute for him now uh, are these afternoon press conferences. Yeah, that's got to be the substitute for his rally. And they're working, and, and I think they're, he's doing really well with those. Yeah, 
And yeah, they're working. And a, a lot of people, including me, expected him to fire Dr. Fauci after the little disagreement they had the other day. Smartly, he didn't do it. And Fauci's back out there with him. So he overcame, I think, his natural tendency to lash back out at somebody who has said anything against you know, his thoughts and feelings and his right. direction and policy. And he didn't fire him. Which I know, really strange. Was amazing. Yeah, and that, that, go ahead, Jeff. No, it's just that's a basic a basic thought for Donald Trump, right? I mean, he's even lived that. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you know, you say something bad against him, and you you're just done. Have a nice day. You're his. Bye bye. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's smart now instead of the press having the opportunity <laughs> to pit Trump directly with someone on the coronavirus <laughs> task force. Trump just instead he didn't fall for it. Well, no, he says his thing, and yep. then he then he leaves the room, and now they can deal with it, and you can't sit there and pit <laughs> Trump right. against him. So it's great, frustrating for the media. Yeah, Bye. it's it's great. It's really uh, he's he's doing a really good job. I, I think yeah. he's doing a great job. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, uh, and we'll see when when this thing peaks here in the United States. We got eighty five thousand cases now, most in the world. What what is that going to balloon to over the next two weeks? I don't know, but it's probably going to be somewhat somewhat scary. We're going to get a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Mm. I'd say we probably have a hundred thousand by Monday. Oh yeah, <clears throat> hundred and fifty thousand oh, to two hundred thousand in two weeks, I would think, and uh, that's a lot. They're already revising the death totals that they're expecting uh, from the the big expert from the UK. You talking about him? Oh, Neil Ferguson, yes, uh, with his. Scary paper last week. Yeah, which was going to be 500,000 Brits dead and 2.2 million Americans. Now, he says, oh, no, maybe like 20,000 Brits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe like 20. Yeah. Well, wh- why why do people keep making these dire predictions? I'm so tired of well, it. And it changed the world. Right. I mean, yes, the guy who let the virus out in the first place changed the world and caused who knows how many deaths from this thing. But as far as policy goes... This is all directly tied to this Ferguson guy last week with that warning on March 17th. That's when he released those numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's when the United States, that's when we really shut things down as far as stay at home, stay at home. Yeah. And uh, my gosh, what? Yeah, never, never, never fall for the line that one person can't change the world <laughs> because it's evidenced by this Neil Ferguson guy. And his dire predictions, it's destroyed economies around the world. How many, how many life savings, how many companies are going under? Jobs lost. Li- liberties that we're Seriously. never going to get back. One yeah. guy, one guy saying that 2.2 million Americans are going to die. And now he said, oh, by the way, that 20,000 number he said uh, mm-hmm. for Britain, he said half of those were going to be dead by the end of the year anyhow from other causes right. or natural oh, that's causes. Right. So maybe 10,000 were from coronavirus. I mean, that's just irresponsible. It's, it's just hideous. It's madness. And it's now, almost criminal. Yeah, he's trying to say, well, uh, I said if we didn't put these things into place and we are in Britain, you put those in place like 48 hours ago in Britain. Mm-hmm. You didn't do this last week. It, this is the maddening thing. And and I want to thank, uh, thank Padhead, Pastor Sam, for uh, drawing my attention to this. He pointed out that on the uh, government's website, look at this, back on March 19th, on the British government's website, they said that COVID-19 is no longer considered to be a high-consequence infectious disease. That was before Boris Johnson locked them down. Jeez. I just... Wow. 
Yeah, so you, you've got uh, some good Pat Head staying on top of this. Uh, yeah. Joel Brinke, another one who would not let it go. There was an apologist for Neil Ferguson last night trying to say, well, he said if we didn't take these actions, mm, yeah, that, you didn't take those actions till a couple of days ago. So nice try on that. But uh, yeah, one guy, one guy, <clears throat> one professor at Imperial College in Great Britain has devastated our economy through his yeah. scary computer models. And it's not just U.S. and Britain either. It's two billion people now who are confined to their homes around the world. Yeah. Over two billion people confined to their homes. Uh, how do you recover from that? I don't know. Over an extended period of time, I mean, that could take years to overcome. Uh, it's so it's despicable. It's it's really stupid. And yet these predictions keep coming. Uh, here's here's another one headlined on Drudge right now. Claim deaths will top eighty thousand in the next four months. I mean, you don't know that. We've got one thousand three hundred right now. There's no reason. What good does that do anybody to predict that kind of stuff? Does it doesn't do anybody any good? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it, in fact, it does it does a lot of harm. Um, people just think, okay, well, then I'm going to allow them to do whatever they want to my liberty, and the stock market crashes because of it. Stop it. Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. Headline right now at CNN: How the U.S. failed to prepare for coronavirus. Hmm. How they failed to prepare. Johns Hopkins said we were the most prepared country on earth. Well, that's a good sign, though, that, that that's CNN's headline because they're talking past tense. Oh, look, how, how we failed to prepare for the coronavirus instead of, you know, we're currently failing. No, they're saying that as well. Oh, they're saying that, too. Dang. Uh, they called us rudder, rudderless, leaderless, oh, something okay. else. I that's don't know. Good. It's that's just unbelievable what they're CNN, doing. They're it's helpers. unbelievable. Uh, I mean, it's almost treason at this point. You're 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 hurting the country with this kind of gar- garbage. Uh, let's see. We got uh, some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Notion mongering monger of notions <laughs> tweets. I think we now know who made the quarantine sign. Oh yeah, it was the, Jeffy on the store. Oh Jeffy. Yeah, yeah. It was did Jeffy. you did you make that what sign for that do? store? Quarantine. Oh, We're under quarantine. <laughs> if you're feeling ill. Please stay home and quarantine yourself. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> no, 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 it really doesn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> Conservatarian lady uh, tweets question: You think the quarantine is related to corn pop? Oh, corn pop. Huh? That might be corn pop's kid. Look into that. From Jeffy's eighteen spoons, Jeffy's home-based participation has nothing to do with COVID nineteen. It involves an ankle bracelet and a strong recommendation from local law enforcement. <laughs> When are you going to level with us, man? <laughs> uh, they've let everybody out. We're all good. <laughs> they don't even care about that anymore. Yeah, that's for sure. Petty Officer America, I heard Santa's workshop is getting a bailout because the elves finally unionized. Uh, they need to. You know, based on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I think they need to. And kids, uh, we have gotten no indication that Christmas is going to be delayed. That's coming on time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I disagree. Constitutional covid uh, how did the word survive without bail? How did the world survive without bailouts? 
You mean before bailouts? I don't know. I can't remember it. I can't remember a time without <laughs> bailouts. We've had so many bailouts in the last uh, few decades. Terrence Doherty. Ferguson is from the Imperial College in the UK, which is the epicenter of climate change hysteria and misinformation. Uh, Go uh, figure. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, this is uh, fascinating to note. The Prime Minister of Britain, Boris Johnson, has tested positive for coronavirus. Mm. Wow. That's amazing. He uh, said, over the last uh, 24 hours, I have developed mild symptoms and tested positive for coronavirus. So, I mean, world leaders are getting this. It's very strange. How are so many people who are so prominent in Britain, where where are, are they all hanging out together and making out? What... I mean, <laughs> Prince Charles got this. Prince yeah. Charles has it. He tested positive, yeah. and now uh, and now Boris Johnson. Of course, they probably do hang out in the same circles, don't they? Mm. Some other uh, yeah, famous people. Some other famous people who've gotten the disease. Uh, Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, of course. They're. I think they both recovered now. They're doing okay. They're fine. Uh, Idris Elba, Jackson Brown, Doctor My Eyes, uh, have seen the tears and tears. slow parade of. <laughs> years or vice versa i don't know uh, yeah he said jackson came out and said he probably shouldn't have even traveled he went to some did some charity concert and said he shouldn't have done that he figures uh, that's where he got it a little late right a little late yeah saints yeah. saints coach sean payton mm-hmm. had it he's fully recovered uh rudy gobert and donovan mitchell of the jazz kevin durant of the nets along with several other nba players uh prince albert of monaco uh, is positive for coronavirus but all of these people you know uh, seem to be fine and living through it so I, I mean i would think prince charles has all kinds of diseases uh going on in his body maybe that's what protects him i don't like you jeffy maybe he's got <laughs> so many viruses all battling at the same time <laughs> that they cancel each other out uh, we got a sad story we got the uh, camera guy there's a cameraman in the locker room of the Utah Jazz, I think like four days before yeah. uh, Rudy uh-huh. uh, tested positive for it. And he's in a medically indu- induced coma? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sad. I mean, it's happening. It's sad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, 9393 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, at Fired Americans sending unemployment websites crashing down. Uh, because when you've got 3.3 million people in just one week, there's going to be a lot of people looking for jobs on the same sites. Yeah, you know, like there was a CNBC headline that was talking about the unemployment filing soar, mm-hmm. and like the subheadline, which you normally would just it would, you know be facts, some extra fact to add to the story. It said reports like these are at odds with our perception of reality. We have no frame of reference for this kind of data. Wow, CNBC. Jeez. Mm. Um, also, for uh, patheads helping other patheads, as small businesses are struggling here, if you run a small business or you want to give it a shout out to fellow patheads who tune into the Blaze TV, the Blaze, uh, please post in 280 characters a little info about your business. And this is at. Uh, Oh, you're reading the tweet that I, I yeah, sent out? Yeah, this is your tweet. Okay, so I sent this tweet out a couple of days ago. We will retweet this so it's easy to find. And put a Pat link Unleashed. on their website. Yeah, so go to Twitter, at Pat Unleashed, and <laughs> we'll send this out shortly. And, and talk about your business. Tell us what you do so that the, this audience uh, 
can uh, can find you. And if you're still open, if you can still sell, you know, goods yeah. and products and services and whatnot and so forth, because uh, a lot are just plain closed by order of the government. Yeah. That's the thing. That is the uh, that's thing. That's the thing, right? I mean, yep. it, yeah, my business, uh, I was doing great. I was selling, uh, you know, witchamajigs, but uh, now I'm closed. I can't even open. Right, because the government ordered it. And right. what do you do then? What do you do then? Uh, so then it's kind of the government's responsibility to keep you in business, isn't it? When they told there you is. to keep your doors shut? Well, okay, now you created a scenario whether, where it's almost your responsibility to keep them afloat. And right. so that's what's going on right now. And that's why the $2.5 trillion isn't nearly enough. Right. Uh, but I think we all knew that. I mean, I, I spit at $2.5 trillion. <laughs> spit at it. It's like, don't even come to me with that kind of pocket change. Will you please? That's why, that's why nobody <laughs> voted no. It was like, oh, right. of course. That's of course. That's pittance. Stop right. it. We don't even have to think about $2.5 trillion. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come to me when you're talking real money, all right? Thank you. <laughs> when you've got something to report to us, when you know you've really got a plan. <laughs> Come to me when you've got two or three quadrillion dollars that you're going to start will, spending. Yeah, talks. then, then you know we'll sit down and we'll we'll do some serious talking about it. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393, also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. President Trump has told governors that he is uh, setting new coronavirus guidelines. What are those? Uh, Trump said in the letter that new corona testing capabilities would allow his administration to identify high-risk, medium-risk, and low-risk counties. And these new guidelines will assist governors and other officials deciding on maintaining, increasing, or relaxing social distancing and other mitigation uh, measures that they put in place. So if you live in a low-risk area, but you've closed all your businesses, maybe there's no reason to do that, and you can open them back up. Now, if you live in a high-risk area, if you're in New York City, you know maybe you need even st- stricter restrictions. That's the theory here. Public health experts uh, have said easing restrictions too early could put an enormous strain on hospitals and lead to even more death and economic damage. Trump said Tuesday he wants the country back to business by April 12th, Easter Sunday, when he'd like to see churches full of people. Yeah. I don't think Good that's going to happen. I really don't. I, I, no I don't way. Think, I, I don't way. think it. And certainly, I, I don't think people are going to be there for Easter service. Right? I, I'm pretty sure they're not at my church. My church is yeah. going the other way. I mean, we're stopping all... all. I mean, they're bringing missionaries home from all over the world. Wow. Um, yeah, they've, they've taken them out of Europe and Asia and relocated them in the United States or sent them home completely early. Um, my daughter, who's on a mission, is just confined to her apartment right now. It's all she can do. Sit in her apartment. Call wow, people. That, that stinks. A little frustrated. She's a little, yeah. just a, t- she's just a teeny bit frustrated. So what are we? Six- Plus, with this new plan, if I live in, if I live in a high mm-hmm. risk county, mm-hmm. am I able to leave and go to a low risk county and start a business, or open up my my store there, or are they just locking me down? And yeah, you're in a high risk county, you can't leave. 
Well, you're in a county right now that is in lockdown, right? So you can't yeah. leave that. You can't leave that county. How would you leave to go to a uh, a different county? You can't. I mean, technically, you, okay. you, you couldn't even drive to the studio today, <laughs> you baby. That was that was that was that was safety. But uh, we already co- we covered this. It's the ankle bracelet. Right, that's right. That, he doesn't want right. the authorities alerted if he gets past the driveway. Which so we're 16 days from Easter, right? So it's two weeks from Sunday. Uh, yeah. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. Uh, so in two weeks from Sunday, will we be back to business as usual? No way. Absolutely not. No. Will no any churches open up then? I, I think they'll be afraid to. I don't know. I think Americans are getting a little fed up with being at home. Yeah, we're stir crazy. There's no question. I'm, yes. I get to come to work and go home every day, and uh, I'm getting stir crazy. So I can imagine that people don't leave at all, uh, except to go to the grocery store and maybe buy food. Uh, and try to find toilet paper. I, I can imagine how how nuts they're getting. It's just it, it's it's irritating. Yeah, but y'all are making some great videos. I'll tell you that. There's some good stuff coming out of this lockdown. Uh, we got the "Don't Stand So Close to Me" parody guy, right? He, oh, yeah. the same. I think this is the same guy that did the uh, parody of that rap song uh, the other cake, day, right? Of cake. Yeah, of cake. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, this is a Nation of Jake. Yeah, so we want to do that. Uh, yeah, the, let's play this. Okay, the police parody. Here we go. <laughs> Day seven is no fun when you self-quarantine. I'm out of toilet paper thanks to COVID-19. My fridge is so empty. No milk, no orange juice I stopped by the office So I could drop a deuce <laughs> Don't stand, don't stand so Don't right. stand so close to me I'm so, I'm so short I'm so short distancing If you are That's pretty That's good. Good stuff. That's kind of talented. Yeah. That's... <laughs> we will tweet this out. Uh, Nation of Jake, another great job with your parody. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the uh, deuce line. It's <laughs> <laughs> Frivolous Friday, man. What do you expect? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was a bit much. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, a baker has lifted his plastic ban. So there, you, I mean, there's something good here. Reusable bags uh, have been banned instead, which is smart because reusable bags I think should be banned forever. Mm-hmm. That's something we should never use. Those things are filled with bacteria. I mean, it just you've got salmonella growing in your reusable bag. Well, you're supposed to wash them after every use. I get a hint for you. No one does that. 
No one thinks, hey, you know what? I, I need to wash my reusable bags. Yeah, that's one of the things they cite. The governor of Massachusetts actually says that. Well, thanks for finally tuning in. Hello. Ugh. Public health order also includes a lift on local ba- uh, bans of plastic bags at grocery stores and pharmacies uh, to limit the spread of the virus. <laughs> These idiots. It, if you just would have left things alone in the first place, we would have been fine. While the order is in place, stores are also prohibited from charging customers for paper or uh, pl- and plastic bags. Huh? There you go. All the ba- so there's one good thing that came from this. All the bags are taken everywhere, so you put your bag from one carriage into another one, <laughs> and one supermarket to another. You don't know what else you're bringing. Yeah, so don't be bringing your reusable bags mm. into our stores. Smart. I mean, thanks for, again, yeah, we've again. been saying this for years. So this times. is the time, if you live in one of these eight states that have a ban on plastic bags, ugh, in fact, we even have to say that sentence, California, Connecticut, Delaware, you know who you are, right? Hawaii, Maine, New York, Oregon, Vermont. Now's the time. If you want to claim back a liberty because of coronavirus, this may be one of them. This may be one of the few uh, silver linings in all of this is that you might get your... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plastic bags back in your states. You, you can't run your business and you can't leave your house, but you can use a plastic bag again. That's a nice trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> a nice trade-off. Okay. <laughs> uh, the evening news is back right now. Obviously, people are confined to their homes and they want to know the latest of what's going on. So they're actually tuning in to ABC World News Tonight and uh, the NBC Night Eye News with Tom Broca. Except Tom's not there anymore. No, he is not. I, uh, it's uh, Waster. Oh, uh, Waster. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Lester Holt. Thank you, Lester Holt. Yes, Thank Lester you. Holt is his name. I will not have your hero, Lester Holt. I am not disparaging him. Okay. Just couldn't remember his name for a second. Have you been watching him uh, doing the news? Here oh, lately? you can't tear me away from NBC News and Lester Holt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Set my clock. Well, uh, ABC's World News Tonight and the NBC Night Oil News. Night Oil News. See that right there? That's disparaging Lester Holt. That's no, that's that's Ted. That's Tom Brokaw. I'm disparaging <laughs> there, not Lester Holt. Okay. Both of them, though, had an average of about 12 million viewers for each of their newscasts last week. You know what it usually is? It's usually around five. Five or six. Yeah. They've doubled. Five or six people? Five. Five or six million. Oh. Five or six million. Okay. I but, thought, I thought the, the one TV that was left on in like the nursing home lobby <laughs> was where people were watching. But they both averaged 12 million viewers? Wow. That is something. Meanwhile, CBS uh, being left behind in the dust. I don't even mention what CBS did. <laughs> <laughs> but Lester Hall, Lester Hall, Lester Hall doing well. Uh, so you must be very proud. Yeah, Jeffy. what are you gonna do about it, Jeffy? You're way proud. over there. <laughs> Pat Gray unleashed. Good morning, American. It's Friday. In my uh, study of coronavirus and when they might expect this thing to burn out, uh, mutate slow down, stop, whatever. Uh, I, I ran across this article that was talking about some diseases that we have not ever eradicated from the earth, but you don't hear about as much anymore. 
Uh, for instance, leprosy. Hmm. Leprosy is kind of the forgotten disease. Yeah. Uh, it used to be pretty serious. Um, yeah, we had colonies, right? I mean, we shipped yes. people off and separated them. Yeah, but uh, as I was reading, about, it's not even contagious. Did you know that? Oh, wow. Leprosy what? is not contagious. How weird is no, that? They they took lepers and put them in their own colonies, as you just said, away from everybody else because they thought everybody was going to get it. Uh, no, it's re- it, it takes prolonged exposure uh, to get leprosy. Did they keep pet armadillos? Because isn't that right? Armadillos carry that? The most common cause uh-huh. within the United States is exposure to armadillos. Uh-huh. <laughs> there we go. Largely eating them oh see who's gonna eat an armadillo come on now we're better than that that that's for Uh, other countries to do come on is that a real question yes that's a real question okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) because who's the lead author of this study about all these diseases we've never been able to eradicate it wasn't jeff Uh, fisher no it was not jeff Fisher. he's an expert in all these i figured okay uh, Franco Parides says the bacteria has been identified in armadillos in the few cases we see that have ever that have never traveled. So you don't just get this and then spread it around all the all over the place. They have that risk factor of being in contact with armadillos. <clears throat> so that's the way you get it in the United States. You're just in contact with an armadillo. Which so how is, did it? How did it become so rampant then? I mean, were we having armadillo the, restaurants? I or? don't. I in the in the Middle East, you know, which is where you always hear of. In biblical times, you hear of leprosy, right? Because that's where the lepers, Ben Hur, you hear about leprosy. <laughs> you see the lepers in Ben Hur. <laughs> right. I, they don't have armadillos, I don't think, do they? In the Middle East. No, that's I know. So I don't know where it comes from. In the All Middle right, East. That's just. Googling. That's just how we get it here. You got me Googling the armadillo map on Google here. Let's see. Armadillo. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. Map. You're not going to get this on Rush today. I it's promise. Not. He's not going to be checking the armadillo map. There's no way. Yeah. Southern U.S., Mexico, uh, uh-huh. Central South America. Yeah. No Middle East, I right? No. Well, must be some, some other bacteria that spreads it in uh, the Middle East. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. But to... to the, to acquire leprosy, you need a very long exposure. And they say, well, but people in the same household get it, so you, it must spread from person to person. They, there is no evidence of human-to-human transmission. Wow. Wow. So if you are a family that is in contact with armadillos, uh, that's how it spreads through What the about family. if you were a contestant in an armadillo race? Uh, then you can get leprosy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you probably have to eat it. And I think, Jeffy, didn't you eat yours after it won? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what victors do. Yeah. <laughs> There's you're another the champion. There's when another. You're uh, inducted into the Armadillo Racing Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. That's what you do. You eat your armadillo. Yeah. 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 Jeff Fisher quote, everybody. <clears throat> That's what victors do. They eat their armadillo. Mm hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> there's that. So, there's that. <laughs> And I ate it pretty fast, so there was no prolonged exposure. <laughs> so that's how you avoided the leprosy that comes yes. from that? Yes. You're supposed to okay. chew your food, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right. <laughs>
888 and Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Gavin Newsom, we talked about this on uh, Glenn Show yesterday. Gavin Newsom just convinced banks to suspend mortgage payments for Californians for three months. Mm. Is that fantastic? What What is happening with some of these Democrats? Uh, like every other day, there's a Democrat who's done or said something actually decent in in uh, in America, which never happens. But uh, Gavin Newsom uh, convinced his the largest the nation's largest banks convinced him to temporarily suspend residential mortgage payments for people affected by the coronavirus. That's pretty awesome. If you would do that in every state in the land, uh, you could really save people a lot of heartache and a lot of trouble. Suspend uh, mortgage payments, and then the other thing that I think you should couple with that is states should suspend property tax for three months. That would be helpful. And there's there are conservative things that you could, conservative measures that would help mitigate this problem rather than just giving everybody in the country free money. Uh, everybody, Well, everybody who makes under $75,000 a year. Uh, also, United Airlines has just slashed domestic travel even further because of the pandemic. Uh this just keeps happening. Pretty soon, there's going to be no air travel anywhere. The airline announced it would be cutting flights throughout the U.S. by 52% overall. That's a further reduction from the previous 42%. They already did. The cuts are the latest in a string of setbacks for United, which also previously announced it would be reducing international flights by 90% and only offering service six times a day to Asia, Australia, Latin America, the Middle East, and Europe. Yeah, we're only starting to feel the ripples from this virus in the economy. Mm. Our oh. overall capacity will now be down 68% that, that's, overall. And that's United? American? United. United. Mm-hmm. And, and one distinction <clears throat> on the stimulus uh, bill where you make you know under 75000 or married filing jointly under 150000 uh, that's based off of your 2018 tax return, unless you've already filed in uh, your 2019 returns, then it'll be based off of that. That's a uh, that's an interesting distinction there. So yeah, just just a heads up on that. Okay, if you've already filed, it's on your 2019 numbers. And the stimulus <clears throat> gonna they're they're gonna get uh, I don't know was it 50 billion for the airlines to keep them afloat. Oh, or is it fifty billion a piece? I I think Boeing wanted sixty billion by themselves. <laughs> Jeez, and now you're announcing United that's cut back sixty eight percent. You're going to have to keep them afloat. They're too big to fail. They're too important to fail. So the United States government will jump in there and fix it for them. Yeah, airlines um, in total are getting sixty billion. Uh, let's see. Well, see, that's not enough because Boeing said they no needed way. yeah they needed sixty billion. Prohibits layoffs. And bans stock buybacks and dividends. So yeah, okay. Well, you can't. That that's that's an interesting addendum to getting that money. Is that when you get it, you can't lay off your employees. I like that. If you're gonna, if we're gonna bail you out, you can't be firing people and just keeping the money. Mm-hmm. So you use that money to keep your people employed. So I hope that does happen. But how are you gonna a- how are you gonna police that once you give them the money? What are you going to do? Go take it back if they fire their employees? I don't think so. 
Probably not. I mean, that's isn't that what Boeing? I think <clears throat> Boeing was saying that they didn't, they weren't going to take it though, right? Because of the government stipulations with the firing and the minimum wage and other stipulations that the federal government was going to have on companies who took the money. Oh, did they say they're not taking it? I I think it was Boeing that said, mm, eh, no, maybe not. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. They're going to get. Uh... Well, anyhow, I'm reading this article here. Under the terms of the loan portion of the bill, the government would take an equity interest in the companies yeah. until the loan is paid back. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, that's what the governor, the government is really good at giving back what they've taken from you. That's, <laughs> that's uh, They're really good at that. Yeah, hey, when this is over, we'll give it right back to you. So uh, don't even worry about it. Uh, it's like when they build a toll road. Oh, we're just going to put the, the toll booth in place just until the road's paid for. Then we'll take that right down. We'll just dismantle it, and it'll be free after that. Yeah, that was supposed to happen about 30 years ago in Houston for their for their uh, beltway, and uh, you're still paying on the beltway in Houston. So uh, congratulations on that. Uh, we had a pathead send this to us from uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, the police department there is great. Love this. Go ahead and we got the tweet. There we go. Mm-hmm. Try to keep uh, this on the DL for now because we don't want it running rampant, but it's actually not illegal to remove a mattress tag once you buy it. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, we'll keep that on the down low. Yeah. You know, for now. Uh, also from another pathead, MKM Soap. Behold the new cryptocurrency. Oh, what is it? Buttcoin. Oh, it's Buttcoin. Yeah. The- <laughs> Go stash a toilet paper. Toilet there. paper. Wow. Okay. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. So between that and the deuce thing from the from the uh, parody, we've, this has been a really highbrow show. Well, it's so it's a frivolous Friday. I mean, I'm sorry we don't have audio describing what Joe Biden does in the hallways of the Capitol this morning, but we're gonna have to do potty humor instead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What else? You got? Uh. But we do have Joe Biden reciting the. Declaration of Independence, which is just really heartwarming. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Mm-hmm. All men and women created by Everybody go, the, you know the go, you know the thing created by go, you know the, the thing. You know the what thing. we have done is the mm-hmm. reason why most of the world is repaired to us, particularly after World War II, yeah. is because of who we are as a nation. We the people, we hold these truths, etc. Sounds corny, <laughs> but it's real. <laughs> We all these truths, et cetera. It doesn't sound corny, Joe. It, no, it doesn't. Uh, it sounds like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's what it sounds like. Jeez. <laughs> Good luck at the debate, so. Joe. Yeah, if there's going to be one. No way. I don't think so either. I don't think there's going to be a debate. Uh, there can be no campaign and there can be no debate for a while. No debates until uh, maybe Joe gets together with uh, President Trump head-to-head and the campaign who knows when that resumes when when can they get back on the road together i i don't know um is there even going to be a a football season this year what are you doing man is there going to be one i'm just asking the real question i'm trying to keep it real all up in here you know what glenn beck says right glenn beck comes on after this show on this network yep and he says if you imagine it it might happen or something like that like yeah, et cetera. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. You know the thing. <laughs> so don't speak it into existence, Pat. 
Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think wondering about it uh, speaks to So Roger Goodell assistance. has already said the, the draft's happening. April 23rd through 25th, the NFL draft is happening. Deal with it. And so there we go. So they're, they're keeping their schedule for the most part. They had huge intact. plans for that, too, this year. And it's going to be in Vegas. I think they were planning on 500,000 people being there, something like that. And you were going to be having the uh, draft picks get in a boat mm-hmm. to, to go out to the stage. Oh, to that would have been cool. Not so much at now. the Bellagio. Yeah, so maybe everybody's going to be at home, and there will be no audience, and uh, they'll just call some numbers <laughs> and some names. Well, it sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah, with the first pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, Bob Stevenson, <laughs> and then silence. <laughs> okay. It's going to be all right. That well, was great. Nah, that was exciting. Well, now here's the thing: <clears throat> if they're going to have cameras in all of these draft picks' homes. Are they only allowed to Are have they, like 10 people in there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, is it going to be like, yes. Is it going to be one guy holding up his phone doing like a selfie? Hey, I'm Joe Burrow. I'm the number one pick. Hey, not not even you? his agent is there with him. It's just yeah. him. It's just Joe. Hi. Hi okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my bedroom, hunkered <laughs> down or quarantined. Hey, where's, what did I do with that Bengals cap? Somewhere over here. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Sheltering like. in place. What if you start sheltering down and hunkering in place? Would that mess everything up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rather than sheltering in place and hunkering down? I mean, I. what if you just mix it up a little bit? Then what happens? My mind's blown. I've been trying yeah, to do right? the math for the last 10 seconds, and I cannot. <laughs> I just can't, can't comprehend. It. it doesn't take much to, to make my head explode. You with cannot math. comprehend hunkering in place and sheltering down. I cannot. I'm just hoping by it. April 23rd that we're back to normal and uh, we won't have to worry about the difference in those definitions for the draft picks. All right, we're going to drop some incredible information on you. Um, what state is drinking the most under quarantine? Uh, we've got the top 10. We'll share it with you next on Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Shall not be infringed. Tweets. I really appreciate that even in the midst of a global pandemic, Pat's willing to dislocate his throat to give us his Tom Brokaw impression. You're welcome. You're welcome. Happy to do that for you. Um, Wes Usury. Self-quarantine, they said. Practice social distancing, they said. Only go to the grocery stores, they said. I'm a truck driver delivering meat. That's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, truckers, I I feel for you right now. I feel your pain. I do. Well, I really don't because I can probably have a, a lot more access to things than you do because I live in the DFW area. But when you're traveling all over, when you're driving through the country and every restaurant is closed and every restroom is closed and every... You know, uh, my sons just drove down here from school uh, at BYU, and uh, they were going to stop on the way in Moab, a town in uh, southern Utah, mm-hmm. and they were told they can't. Uh, sorry, we're accepting no outsiders. Uh, what? <laughs> really? Stop. We can't. We can't stay the night. Nope, not unless you're working here. Are you guys working here? No, we're on the way to Texas. Sorry, no rooms at the inn. So, so there, there are hotels 
and motels that won't even allow you to stay there. Well then, uh, and so I think, and I think some motels are actually closed. So I, I, truckers, what are they doing? They sleeping in your rig, eating your own food? I guess I I don't know. Uh, that's really tough. It's a really a bad time for them. Um, well, there's a number of places where they get uh, food to go. Uh, yeah, they at, might but, be able to run and get it, in, get it, and bring it back yes. into the truck. Just yes. kind of irritating and a hassle. Correct. Yeah, they're just disappointing, and there are some, you know, there are plenty of rest areas that are open, but the, uh, but they're not able to use the restrooms or get snacks or drinks from it because that is closed. That sucks. I mean, uh, that right. really sucks. I know. They, they're keeping the country going. I was going to say. And they got nowhere to go. Show some respect, you yeah. know? Good yeah. grief. These are heroes right now. Yes. Uh, Rev Chip Olay. Rev Chip Olay. Uh, no, Judy. No, Judy. No. Victors do not really eat their armadillos. <laughs> are we sure, Jimmy? <laughs> uh, that is not true. Uh, quote, that's what victors do. Now, do we you. really quote. Do we really want Judy to believe? Yes. Okay, go ahead, Judy. Believe that. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yes, that's fine. Kara32 tweets, uh, Pat, someone contacted Glenn yesterday from Florida. They had the three months mortgage deferral also, but they were all tacked on after. Oh, I, I think I heard that. Uh-huh. They were all tacked on after the three months were up. Well, that doesn't do any good. That does more harm than good if you're going to do that. It means your payment's going to be higher after three months. No, what I'm what I'm saying is you just, what? you just forget it for these three months, and it just pushes everything back for three months. It doesn't add these three months all at once right. when this thing is over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> By the way, now you owe seventeen thousand eight hundred and thirty-two dollars. But wait, Congratulations. wait! Before Corona, my mortgage was much, much, much less. Why? Why is yeah. it seventeen? Well, you didn't pay for three months. Now you owe four. Now you owe four months worth of mortgage. Now, the mortgage companies or, the mob now? or we're going to foreclose on you. So give me the. I, I give wonder. Me the cash. I, I'm sure that, and I'm sure there's a story out there that will explain this. But I'm sure what's happening is. They're just for the life of the loan. They're just tacking that on, right, for the next however many payments yeah, you have left. Right. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, there's a way to do that though, where you can just you defer it, and and uh, and defer the property tax. It's better too. be without interest, by the way. No kidding. <laughs> uh, Courier for Christ tweets: So bad is to China what armadillo is to Jeffy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> correct. That's exactly right. That's correct. And where's my Wuhan out uh, tweet? So if the airlines can't pay the government back, they own the airlines because socialism. There you go. That's right. <laughs> it's the splendor of socialism. Uh, this is pretty ironic, I think. Protesters at the Mexican side of the border blocked traffic in the Mexican-bound lanes from, from the United States for several hours. <laughs> The main border crossing in uh, the twin cities of Ambos Nogales. Uh-huh. To express their displeasure with the Mexican government's response so far to the coronavirus pandemic, they demanded greater control and screening on southbound traffic at the U.S.-Mexico border. How ironic. Wow. Out of concern that travelers from the U.S. could import new cases of coronavirus into Mexico. Huh. After bringing us leprosy, measles, and who knows what else for a thousand years, now all of a sudden shoes on the other foot and they don't like it so much. Huh. Isn't that fascinating? It is. 
again, it just proves we're the only people on earth that are expected to just turn turn a blind eye to what's going on at the border and just don't worry about it. Let them all come in. Come on in. And we don't care who you are, what you bring to us, what you're going to do here, where you're going to stay, what if you're a criminal or not, what kind of person you are. None of that matters. Just come on in. Come on in. We won't worry about it. Jeez. Less than a dozen people wearing face masks and carrying signs used two of their vehicles to, for a blockade of the two southbound lanes uh, several hundred feet into the Mexican side of the border. Some of the signs asked U.S. residents to stay home. <laughs> nice. Wow. Uh, okay. Flip, and if we do that, yeah. we're horrible racist no. xenophobes. Flip, flip right. that sign around. Horrible <laughs> racist xenophobes. Others called on Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador to step up controls and restrictions along the U.S.-Mexico border to contain the spread of COVID-19. That's great. That is wonderful. Uh, that pisses me off. I'm sorry. I'm just, I can't take it. I can't take it. How, how is it that this just goes completely unnoticed by the left? They don't care one iota that, oh, by the way, when the shoe's on the other foot, they don't like it either. Uh, so they expect to know who's coming into the country and whether they're sick or not. We can't even ask that question or we're racist xenophobes. <laughs> Send back them. Yes, right. That's right. Uh, all right. 888 because it's driving me out of my mind. Let's turn back to sports here. Um, we oh. do have an elephant and a basketball. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Uh, video for you. So I, I'm going to call this a sport. <laughs> Boom. And. Wow. That's some air. No way. Come on now. How cool is that? Yeah. Woohoo. Okay. You see that again? What? Yeah, let me see that again. Uh, what? Is that real? What aren't you believing? He lives with elephants. He stepped on uh, it too slowly to knock him that high yes. in the air. I think that's CGI. Okay. Yeah. yeah no way I don't that's believe legal. it. No, I don't believe it. That was. I'll not believe it. Well, baseball season was supposed to start yesterday. So that's all we got. We're down to elephants and seesaws or whatever that was. At least the Astros are still undefeated. And uh, nobody's yelling at them right now. Oh, they are online. Oh, oh, they were online during uh, They're not classic person. classic replays on TV yesterday. Oh, boy. People have been chomping at the bit to go after the asterisks. It's <laughs> 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 too perfect and you know it. 93393. So <laughs> and did Pat on Twitter. Gray. Uh, Triple eight. 933.93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, where Amy What's Her Face tweets, I'm hunkering. I'm down with hunkering. Okay. <laughs> Just to muck it fudge. How about hunkering up? <laughs> That's a common theme right now mm -hmm. on Twitter. I bet it is. At Pat Unleashed. <laughs> Smart Alex. <laughs> Paul Volter on a stick tweets, China falsifying their COVID 19 numbers? Hmm. They have the lowest infections per million of any of the top 20 most infected countries. Seems likely, considering it started there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, either they're lying about it or the totalitarianism is working to uh, stop the spread. And, and that's possible. They, right. they can do things that we just can't, simply. We just, 
frankly, we can't do it. And we're we trying. don't and we don't want to do it, but we're trying to do it. We've gone partway yes, there. The only thing we haven't done so far is to solder people inside their homes. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we'll refrain from that. Don't say that out we'll loud. We'll leave that to China. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the things that they're telling us to do uh, are absolutely incredible. And I never would have guessed a government could demand that of the American people. Now, you guess that in China. Sure, they can tell you to stay home. Sure, they can tell you you can't go, you can't even leave your house. But once a day to exercise, and in Chicago, not even that, because if you're caught outside, they can arrest you. So, I mean, we're getting close to that. But China can make no bones about it. They can just tell you what you do and what you can't do, and they know what's good for you. And and so maybe they have kept their numbers down. I don't know. From the pro- prolific uh, GD Chapel. So when the official Jeffy eat the armadillo... Uh, that's what Victor's do T-shirts. Yeah, when will those be available at the at Shop Dot the Blaze? When when are we gonna get those it's created? Be t- and pretty soon. Not a bad pretty idea. <clears throat> no, it's not that's, not a bad idea at all. That's what Victor's do. Hey, yesterday we, we told you about a brilliant idea from Rashida Talib. She's gonna pay for a two trillion dollar giveaway with uh, two one trillion dollar platinum coins. Yeah. They, now they'd be a little heavy for your pocket. Um, so yeah, uh, do you have a fun fact on okay, that? Okay, here's a fun fact here. Okay, uh, so I got sent this tweet from listener mm-hmm. Paul Schwanger, who said there's only 184 tons of platinum in the world. And so anyhow, I I did some uh, googling. I found this old article from 2013 from NPR that just talks about how in the year 2011, 192 tons of platinum were mined just in that one year. Okay, mm-hmm. so I mean it's a little different than what he says there. But then it just says, how much would a $1 trillion platinum coin, uh, how, how many tons of platinum would you need to, to, to mint that? Mm-hmm. Remember, 192, uh, you need 19,300 tons of platinum. In other words, there's not enough platinum in the world to create what Rashida Tlaib wants to create two of. Oh, okay. Much that's, less one. That's a little bit number, a little bit different number than I gave yesterday, because the number I had was 50,000 tons. You, you're saying you can do it for 19,000 yeah, tons? Yeah, so we, we're bringing well, it down. That's not bad. We're bringing it down a little bit. <laughs> 19,000 yeah. so. tons isn't bad. That Then, if you, for the two of them, it's only 38,000 tons, right? And then you get... Still less. Still less than your 50. And you get the 30-minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so anyhow, it just... That's great. These are great okay. facts here. Good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all right, so who's drinking the much? Who's drinking the most? <laughs> who's drinking the much? Who's drinking <laughs> you the much most? And we will much about that. About that. You know, you know the thing, right? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. I know the thing. I know the thing. <laughs> uh, all right. So who's drinking the most to get us through this particular time in our history uh, when COVID-19 has us all hunkering in place? <laughs> hunkering up? <laughs> sheltering down. <laughs> Uh, the top 10 states for uh, drinking, now, this includes wine, beer, whiskey, all of it, okay? Uh, top 10. Number 10. Let's start at 10. Moonshine. Georgia. <laughs> like I said. Oh, yeah. At number 9. This is kind of surprising. Idaho. Huh. 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 <laughs> That's like the second most Mormon state in the country and they're ninth in drinking? That is interesting. Huh. Well, okay. The population is pretty huh. low there, right? Yeah, so, yeah it I mean, is. Everybody. Yep. Uh, number eight, Mississippi. And number seven, Louisiana. Nevada is sixth. 
Another state with a decent population there. And so is Arizona at number five. At number four, Hawaii. These are all Western states. Wow. Uh, mostly. Number three, Mexi- New Mexico. At number two, California. And the number one state in the union for drinking the most during this epidemic, Texas. <laughs> as, you, as you may have guessed, uh, Texas likes to Doing our part. pound a few down. Uh, all right. Now, that's they, they did this via tweets, right? This wasn't some oh, really? sort of... Yeah, they didn't go to people's house and watch them drink. Uh, so they just relied on people being honest with them, and I don't. I don't. Well, know. they technically did. People are, you know, posting videos of them partying and drinking at their homes, and wherever they're from, this company has said, "Okay, this is a state where people are getting drunk." Sounds scientific. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? You can't argue with it. <laughs> you can't. All right, before uh, before I forget, let me mention that uh, the Mercury One COVID nineteen uh, effort right now, Team Rubicon. Uh, our our partner uh, that that is always there. They're hard at work as they as they are every single time a disaster hits. Team Rubicon is built to serve in in response to COVID nineteen. Uh, we've launched the hashtag Neighbors Helping Neighbors initiative to meet the needs of our communities through safe individual acts of service. In response, Team Rubicon is currently serving in communities across the country, providing assistance like delivery service for food. Uh, food insecure populations, coordination and logistics support for those in temporary quarantine, as well as individual volunteers safely helping their neighbors. Also, let us know how we can pray for you. Follow Mercury One on social media and tell us about your own needs. And Mercury One is really in need of financial help right now to uh, continue to help in these areas. So this is only going to get worse before it gets better. If you can help financially to restore the human spirit, to communities around the country and the world. Um, you know, with all of our efforts concentrated so much on the Middle East and saving Christians, uh, we don't have a lot to spare right now in other areas, so we could use your help. Go to mercuryone.org slash donate if you can help. Mercuryone.org slash donate. Um, all right. We've been holding on to this for a couple of weeks. This actually hit when there was traffic in mm-hmm. cities around the u.s mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to be as much of an issue for us at the present time i drove to work almost alone this morning yep uh there was you know and you would think well okay yeah but it's really early in the mornings 4 30 in the morning but still at 4 30 in the morning there's some moderate traffic on the yeah. way in there was almost i think i could count on one hand the amount of cars that were on my side of the freeway Headed in, you know, I could have done the same except for I chopped off two of my fingers. But that's uh, because everybody's using yeah, Dart, yeah. though, right? Everybody's Everyone's using, using Dart. dart. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, no, because a Dart uh, train went by uh, huh. as I was uh, driving the, down the freeway, and there was no one on. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Why are they even running? I don't know. It's we... ridiculous. There's never anyone on it when that when that train. I know what you're talking about when it goes right across the uh, overpass there. Yep. You yep. can always see through to the other side, man. Because it's dark, and the dart train is lit up like a Christmas <laughs> yeah. tree, and so you can see everything in it, and there ain't nobody there. Ain't nothing in there. <laughs> ain't no one home. <laughs> the lights are on, but there's nobody home. You know, and things are bad right mm-hmm. now in this country, but it, it, I love the, um, it was the Miami Herald, I believe, did the story, and just I remember the headline was, Desperate Shoppers Not Desperate Enough to Start Buying Vegan Food. 
Oh, I love that. So we're not. Yeah. That is so. We're great. not at the point where we're going to the grocery store and going, huh? I was so I need some irritated that I didn't mention that before that particular thing came uh, was posted because I saw the exact same thing when I went to the grocery store. <laughs> the last three times I've been, I've checked this because I thought it was so fascinating. Uh, all of, I told you about the day that all the hot dogs were gone. Yeah. Except for the vegan ones. The vegan ones. Uh, full stock of <laughs> vegan hot dogs. You can have as many as you want. You can eat them from now until the end of the millennium. Yeah, so so that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna rate how bad things are in America. Things yeah. are bad, but they're not vegan bad. Okay. When they get vegan bad, you know that the savior is coming back for the second that's time. That's when it's time to that's what call it quits, man. If you ever see the vegan aisle empty. Kiss your butt goodbye. We know it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's really true. The vegan meter. Yeah. I like it. Vegan yeah. bad. That's a new th- that's a thing. Yeah. That's yes. a thing now. So anyway, they, they did a study. Uh INRIX, I-N-R-I-X, found that drivers uh, across the country, you know, waste a lot of time in traffic. That was a surprise to no one. Um, but I was kind of surprised as to who the number one worst traffic city in america is uh <clears throat> let's invert it again we'll start at number 10 all right at number 10 i would have never guessed portland oregon that's probably because you're always all the uh, intersections are blocked by antifa but yeah by idiots <laughs> maybe that's what the deal is at number nine philadelphia not surprising i don't think philly yeah. has a lot of interstate do they have a lot of freeways that go in and out of philadelphia uh, i don't, uh, it I don't think feel so like it no uh no. san francisco is number eight eighth worst at number seven pittsburgh Number six, Seattle. I've experienced Seattle traffic a few times. It is bad. Uh, and number five, Los Angeles. That would have been my guess for the worst. In yeah. the country. Atlanta's my guess for number one. LA's terrible, though. <clears throat> wow, Atlanta didn't even make the top ten. What? Not even top ten. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, that's, I mean, we take pride in not yeah. being able to go more than five miles per hour on the connector at all hours of the day. What? Every city, though thinks their traffic is the worst in the country. That's probably true. Uh, yeah. I know when I was in Houston, everybody, we all thought it was Houston. Th- they didn't make the top 10 either, and neither did uh, Okay, did Atlanta Dallas. and Houston really? are yeah. horrific. Really bad, yeah. And, and you know, Dallas, depends on where you live. I, I don't think Dallas is as bad as Houston, but it didn't make the top 10 either. And I think that might be because of our freeway access. We have a lot of freeways here. Yeah. And we turn everything into a freeway. Yeah. Well, that's they're all res- crumbling. That's a they're residential street. right now. It's a residential street. Yeah, but we just made it a 15-lane freeway, uh, so don't worry about it. <laughs> you got to know the back roads, too. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, okay, so number five was L.A., uh, number four, New York City. Terrible traffic there. Uh, number three, Chicago. And number two, Washington, D.C. And at number one, the worst city for traffic in America would you have guessed Boston, Massachusetts? Not in a million years. No, not at all. What? This is a flawed study. Huh. That's amazing. No. no. Uh, so. I mean, I've never been to Boston. I'm sure someone right now is sitting in traffic. But. Uh, hours I... lost in congestion in Boston. 164 hours. That's pretty bad. 155 in D.C. 138 in Chicago. And so on. So, <clears throat> that's not a problem right now, I'm guessing. I'm guessing every, since everybody's home, businesses are closed, that is the one thing that, you know, and I'd, I'd rather have it congested than see what's going on right now yeah. because it means uh, our economy is slowed to a, a almost a standstill. Um, by the way, evil 
evil millionaire CEOs. I just got a story here about how raunchy these people are. Oh, no. I think really? we should put them all in prison, frankly. I hate them. Hate them all. Oh. I, I hate. I do, too. I do. Thank you for. Thank you for saying that, Jeffy. I hate them all. I mean, I that's just that's just the default position. We don't know what story he's holding in his hand to make us hate him even more. Right. I can't wait to see this. Oh, here we yeah, go. Yeah, you're right, going to hate gonna... him so much. Now. You're going to hate him with all the intensity of a trillion white-hot burning suns. Nice. Listen to what some of these guys are doing. Okay. They've given up their salary to hmm. help the, their employees. They're giving their salary right now to their employees. Those guys are selfish right? bastards. What jerks. And, I, you they, know, they want whatever else. the women version of that is, yeah, they I'm want... not going to say it, but you know what it is. You, you know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. You know what's motivating <laughs> these CEOs? They want somebody else to pay that income tax. That's right. That's what That's it is. That's right. Trying to defer their taxes is what they're doing, <laughs> scumbags. We know what you're up to. Yeah, we know what Warren Buffett's doing, <laughs> giving his salary away to a secretary. Wants her to pay that higher rate. <laughs> uh, so Texas Roadhouse, yeah, the, the CEO. CEO gave oh. up his salary. Yep. Uh, who uh, else? Here? The Darden oh, CEO oh. who runs like Olive Garden. I okay. think Landry. Yeah, Olive like Garden. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. So a bunch of jerks who don't want to pay taxes. How much do you hate them now? I mean, seriously. Oh. Where can they figure out more ways to get around the system? <laughs> I mean, that's creative. You know, that's a. <laughs> you never saw that one coming. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I'd like to see Bernie uh, sound off on that. Uh huh. These millionaires and billionaires. They want the little people to pay the taxes. Okay, <laughs> got it. Shut up. Anyhow, things are bad, but again, they're not vegan bad. Thank you. Just keep that. Thank you for that, that reminder. That's what's going to get you through the day. That's going to hearten you yeah. as you think about that all day and all weekend. When you go to the store mm-hmm. to to. Do that treasure hunt for a roll of toilet paper. You just check over like the hot dogs, right? Yes, and notice that and the vegan dogs are still there. If there are vegan hot dogs still on the like, shelves, you're like, shoot. right. Okay, we're, okay. Not, we're not vegan bad yet. It could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always have that, we hope. We hope. We hope. There will come a day when maybe we won't. Shh, and you'll yeah, know what know. that means. What you'll know you what that means. Doing? Speaking things into existence <laughs> again. There will be football, by the way. Yes. On time. I'm gonna on time, and we're gonna play every single game. Yes. You don't know how important that is this yes. year. Well, if I may, if I may be so bold. It's important every it's, year. It's critical though this year. Why? BYU has BYU's the best schedule seniors. they've ever had. And they got oh, a lot of seniors God. and stuff. Yes, and then they, they've got some talent on the team this year, but they're gonna need it because the schedule is brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, brutal. Well, it's not gonna be that brutal when they're playing in empty stadiums. I wonder. Right. You know, I wonder. Will they at least take that precaution where uh-huh. you can't go to the game if they play them? Yep. I don't, I don't know. know. One of the commissioners, I forgot, Big 12, some guy said yesterday that's a distinct possibility. I'm like, oh, please stop already. It's well, only at least March. you get your season, though, right? At least you're going to. Yes. Gonna, I'd be okay with it. Oh, we are. I'd be okay with oh, it. Well, uh, sports fans have been so Overton windowed right now. You bet. Just we'll take whatever. It. We'll take it. Just play. September 3rd, they open at Utah. Look at the schedule. Here they, we go. They come back home from Michigan State. Any good giveaways for any of these? Uh, first 10,000 in the gate? Next week, Arizona State. Week after that, Minnesota. Then Utah State, who was pretty good last year. Then, uh, Jeffy, the game that if we're allowed to attend, we should we go together. To go. Missouri Tigers yeah, in Provo. To. Uh, we got <laughs> to go see that What's game. What's the day on that? that? That would be great. Saturday, October 10th. We should all plan on that. Hmm. that wouldn't be that fun. be fun? Uh, if, if the season happens, we got to do that. Yes. Then Houston Cougars, 
NIU, the Northern Illinois, which might be a little bit of a break. Boise State, San Diego State. Then you got North Alabama and finish with Stanford. That's a hell of a schedule right Wait, there. Don't gloss over yeah, North, North Alabama. Alabama game. What in the world? North, North Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Is this their first year in Division One? I've never even heard of North Alabama. They're, uh, uh, you got to have one paper tiger at least. Paper one tiger. Game. They've got Alabama in their name. Just play them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And just hold your thumb up to the screen while the game's on I mean, and block you, out the north. And you want like, yeah. all 12 to be uh, brutal bloodbaths? No, give them one break at least. <sighs> Don't overestimate. Anyway, there must be college football. I think we all agree on that, right? Or life won't be worth living, frankly. <laughs> yeah, North Alabama Lions, man. Yeah. How long have they been? Uh, mm. How long have they been FBS? I don't to say? No, division was they're the Atlantic Sun Conference. Maybe they're not I FBS. I don't think they're. Don't yeah, that's my point. Huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, they were they Oh, listen to this. Okay. UNA mm-hmm. was the last Division 2 team to beat a Division 1 team. That's not right. Defeating Southwest Louisiana in 97? Really? Wow. No, that's that's not true. No, right? That must be an old article or something. That's a Wikipedia. Someone <clears> needs to <throat> take some pride in the uh, North Alabama football Wikipedia page. Also, uh, some dire predictions here. There's, there's some interesting things that people are saying <laughs> during this pandemic that I don't know how they help. I don't know what you're trying to prove here. <clears throat> Although they are saying Iran, the entire country, may well collapse oh. under the strain of the uh, pandemic according to a top EU diplomat. Now, if it's just their regime that collapses, I think that would be a good right? thing. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Although, who knows? In the Middle East, it could be somebody worse. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. what. Was it good when Afghanistan collapsed and we got what we had? Not for a while. Same in Egypt. Same in Iraq. I mean, in Libya. Libya, you just don't know what you're going to get. But they say Iran's theocratic regime could crumble under the pressure of the uh, coronavirus outbreak. <clears throat> and elsewhere, countries like Venezuela uh, may also collapse without our support, according to the EU representative. This means we should ensure they have access to IMF assistance. And with Iran, we need to make sure that legitimate humanitarian trade can proceed despite U.S. sanctions. Okay, shut up. Right. The message reflects the long-standing European frustration with President Trump's decision to withdraw from the 2015 Iran nuclear deal, which was terrible and one-sided and did nothing. Yet it also suggests that some Western leaders are bracing for potentially seismic geopolitical shifts at the epicenters of the coronavirus pandemic, including Tehran. Uh, look up Tehran and see how many, <clears throat> how many cases they have and how many deaths they've had because i think it's for some reason it's really bad in iran uh like italy mm, Thirty-two thousand three thirty-two. wow as far as tehran let's see i don't know yet Thirty-two thousand though my map's not working yeah so thirty-two thousand. uh let's see okay so thirty-two thousand deaths 2378 that's more than double what we have so, yeah, it's pretty bad there. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, another celebrity coming out against capitalism. Hey, what is it with these people? They're successful. They've got all the money in the world. They live in mansions. 
Uh, everybody knows them and loves them and adores them and worships at their feet. And then they come out and say things like, uh, we need to have a general strike against capitalism. Oh, Fran Drescher. <laughs> what was her show? The Nanny? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fran Drescher. How did she, uh, Why is Fran <laughs> Drescher a socialist? She took shots at capitalism, expressed her support for a general strike amid the national shutdown brought on by the by the virus, of course. Uh, she agreed with another Twitter user who blasted the wealthy owners of capital. Oh, here we go. Oh, of course, wealthy owners of capital want labor to return to work. The wealthy have access to testing and treatment. The wealthy won't be left with massive medical debt if they get sick. Labor is being treated as the sacrificial lamb. I say it's time for a general strike, according to the Twitter user. Then Drescher said, I agree. And that nasally, <laughs> awful, horrible voice of hers. Is she, is, is she famous for anything other than that <clears throat> annoying laugh of hers? No. <laughs> like, literally, is that honestly, what is she known for besides that? Am I missing something? No, no you're not missing anything. It. And she hasn't even worked. She, I was looking, right? at, I looking at her IMDb page. She hasn't nothing since... Uh, uh, for five or six years, I mean, she just needs to be noticed. That's why she's commenting. Yeah, on what is her net worth anyway? Do we Maybe. know? She says capitalism has become another word for ruling class elite. Shut up. Mm-hmm. When profit is at the expense of all things of true value, we got a problem. <laughs> 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 Ugh, so she's worth thirty million. Why don't you start spreading that out? Yeah, right. Let's, let's, let, why don't you go to a hospital, write him a check, your wealth. For what, what do you need? How many ventilators do you need? What, what, what can I do? What can I cover? And then go to the next one and so on. By the way, did you notice that they just found 5,000 respirators in some crypt? Uh, where was it? Uh, somewhere back east. They found, they found a crypt with 5,000. Wait, a crypt? Yeah. Yeah. That's just where they stored them. And so now they're going to start donating them, I guess, to New York. Washington National Cathedral That's found 5,000 medical yeah. masks. Just in a in, crypt. Is that weird? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Wait a minute. Remember when we put 5,000 respirators in a crypt? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just had that thought this week. So thank you. How? It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. Just around 2006? Uh, all right. Well, it was good to hear you, Jeffy, not seeing you uh, again. Um, and we'll see you again on Monday. Everybody, stay safe and stay healthy. See you Monday.